she probably has no issue with food and fitness. Like she wouldn't understand. Right. And I'm like, you have no idea the years of freaking turmoil I put myself in because I was never enough. guys, it's Casey just throwing my voice in here to let you know that this episode with my girl Heather was recorded probably over a month ago because we started preparing for the podcast, you know, look at us go. And so wanted to let you know, first of all, that I did not have a wonderful microphone at the time. So now my microphone is way better, not the one I'm currently using, but the one that I use in in other episodes coming up. Um, so want to throw that out there. So bear with us on this one. This was literally our first our first episode that I filmed or filmed, I guess you could say, uh, for the podcast. So thank you for sticking along with my audio up and downs, right? Or ups and downs. That's me. Up and downs. Either way, totally works. Two, wanted to intro my girl, Heather. Obviously, if you've been following me for a long time, you know that Heather is my literal other half. We have been through so much together. We met way back in the day blogging and became blog friends probably 10 years ago. I flew out to meet her. We were instant BFFs. We wrote a book together called Body Peace. We've just been through so much together and She literally brings out such a side of me that was so hard to tap into and still to this day challenges me in amazing ways. Um, And I think I'm able to do the same to or with her. Um, So this um, episode, we go into a little bit about our backgrounds, our stories with food, uh, fitness, kind of a little intro and also look into what we want to do in the future together and also just opening up Heather's story, a little bit about that. We have a lot more to get into with Heather, but she's an amazing online breathwork, meditation, uh, self-help guru. This girl is just unbelievable. So anytime you are looking for any kind of help or any kind of wanting to really dig deep into who you are and what you're dealing with, Heather is that go-to person. So just want to give a little intro to my girl, Heather, and thanks for joining along on this journey. You guys are amazing. And I will talk to you in the podcast. So side note though, before this, um, I will have an episode by myself. I think it's going to be like my intro episode, me just talking about what the heck story talk about what brought on this whole idea about doing a podcast to begin with and really it wasn't even a podcast idea it was more of a I'm just gonna do these like live videos yeah I'm gonna do these live videos I'm gonna do Instagram lives with people because I just felt like I needed that connection 
And I'm, and you know this, and so much more of a in-person person than I am just behind a, just behind a keyboard. Like it's right. not, you know, my writing skills, you know, from writing a book with me are just so great. And it's really, really my strong suit. Um, and now Siri is talking to me and I don't know what I said. Why is Siri talking to me right now? Uh, I'm going to X out of Siri. I don't know what that was. Did I, I said something that sounded like it maybe. Uh, I'm still learning how to use my MacBook. I am a MacBook newbie, so please bear with me here. Um, but yeah, we were like, I was like looking for that connection, looking for that, you know, I just felt like I could do more with the gift that I have of my voice. <laughs> so why not do this? And then I bought this $23 microphone and, um, with the help of watch out world, watch out world. This girl does not need a microphone. (laughs) You really don't. You really don't. No, I just wanted to feel legit. Now I feel I got the AirPods. I got the microphone. I got the MacBook. It's like a whole new Casey. And here we are. So without further ado, (laughs) let's be well actually I feel like it more even though this is quote unquote my podcast of true to you chats right like I just I feel like Heather's gonna be a huge part of this because we have so many ideas of her and I moving forward with things um and I have other like another trainer friend Sam who's gonna be a big part of this and I feel like it's just such a cool concept to bring both ends of these two people that have truly helped me so much, not only in the last couple of months, but in, in the time that I've known them, which I've known Heather for a long, long time. I don't know if it's like, it's been like 10 or 11, no, 10, nine years, maybe. It's been a decade. A decade. See, this is why she's such a good um, co-host because she's able to just bring it down. My Virgo rising will fact check everything. Don't you worry. And this is what I'm talking about, people. Like Heather has like the, I'm going to say like a lot and they're going to like be like, this is the worst podcast host ever. And guess what? I say like, it's what I do in real life. So this is true. Get it, girl. Be true to you. I'm going to say like, and I I don't care. Um, But Heather has been a huge part of my life for not, oh my gosh, Siri, I, you're not invited, Siri, to this podcast. <laughs> oh, and then I keep saying her name and then she keeps popping up. All right. <laughs> I don't know how to turn that off. Someone teach me how to do that. Uh, oh, does this turn her off? Oh no, that just brings her back on. Okay. Nope. Turn you off. Um, so Heather's been a huge part of my life for a very long time. Sam has been a part of my life on like the fitness and uh, taking care of my body side of things, but also brings it into this like amazing full circle of mind and body, even though you're working your body with the things that he has you do. Where Heather, we've always connected on working our bodies, but also connecting the mind to the body. So Mm -hmm. I think having the two of them will be such an awesome addition to what I see this being right? So it makes sense that Heather is my first guest because she's basically me, but very more, like much more sophisticated and (laughs) much 
Uh, so now, Whitney, AKA Heather is the pretentious self-righteous version of Casey. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to be that honest, but this is true to you chat. So sorry. Thought I would bring you on here to let you know. That's how I feel. About you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we, we've been through a lot together and Heather is from my perspective before we start getting into what we really want to talk about in this episode is, you know, she I've seen from my point of view the last decade that together we've grown so much. Like, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Like where we have started our friendship and where we are now personally yet together. Um, And then from my perspective, from the outside looking in, I have always seen Heather's potential. Like the coach in me, the fitness coach in me, the personal trainer, the, the coach in me sees potential in people. It's I've done it since I was a kid. I used to tell my track coach all the time, like, Hey, look at so-and-so in eighth grade running. Cause he'll be a great hurdler in high school. And like, I remember my track coach being like, dang, like you, you saw a lot of potential in him, even though he wasn't even doing hurdles in eighth grade, but then in high school he became a hurdler. I just saw it. I was like, this makes sense to me. I've just always been able to see the potential of people. And Heather always was more like we met each other through blogging we she was for the love of kale back in the day and this was before kale was a thing so I would just like to say for the record since we're going with the fact that I'm pretentious and self-righteous that I started <laughs> I started and blazed that fucking kale trail <laughs> blaze, blaze the kale trail baby we I like the kale trail that needs to be like your new website, your new blog, <laughs> The Kale Trail with Heather Waxman. But we were both bloggers and we were in this world of no Instagram, no really Twitter was kind of a thing. Facebook was like for older people and like my brother's college friends. And we started blogging. We both had this outlet separately before we met each other. And I remember reaching out to Heather because I was having a lot of food issues with my stomach and I was going through all of these different, excuse me, now I'm going to burp. Trudy chats, just burp and let it out. It's the burp of confirmation that in fact, she was going through food issues. Right. As I just shoved food down my throat before this, but it's fine. We're going to talk. We should talk about mindfulness and eating. I need to get better at that. Just putting it out there. But Heather was a vegan blogger at the time or a plant-based blogger. And I was told to go a little bit more towards that route at the time. That can be a whole nother podcast. And I just had this calling. We had kind of commented on each other's blog posts. We'd been in the same circle of bloggers, uh, fitness com- fitness things for bloggers and all of that. And I remember reaching out to Heather and being like, um, I have to have more plant-based foods in my life. And I was wondering if you could help me. And she thinks it's hilarious because she wasn't really the most like chef style blogger. Like it was more like, here's a bowl of stuff. And and this is the recipe. And I thought that was like amazing. I was like, can we, can you teach me how to do that? And so she was shocked when I first reached out. Like she was like, um, you're coming to me for, for literally, literally was like, why, why is this girl coming to me? Like a 20, 20 year old, like, just like, like, this is my workout and these are my meals. (laughs) Like, why, why are you coming to me for advice? It was so strange. But then once we got on the phone, I remember I was with my former partner, Maddie, and I was over his house and you called. And um, I think I was sleeping over his house that night. And we talked for like four hours. 
it, and I was like, oh, this is why, this is why she commented because we are, we are destined to be soul sisters. It was amazing. And I think that was the first time that I had ever talked to someone for four hours in a row, A, <laughs> and B, <laughs> really? No, I talk a lot. I mean, no, that, that sounds rude. Um, yes, Heather, that was the first time I've ever talked for four hours. Was you? <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, Whatever. It's fine. No, we're uh, not awkward. We're I'm back kidding. on track. We're back on track. <laughs> We're on that kale trail. We're blazing. We are on the kale trail today. I'm going to title this blog, blog, title this podcast, kale trail with Heather Waxman. So yeah, we just, you know, we talked for four hours and afterwards I was like, wait a minute. Like it was one of those times, you know, you have those connections with people where you speak together and and you just, it's like when you're in your creative flow and you completely lose track of time because you're so in flow. We were so in flow with each other. And when we got off the phone, I was like, holy shit. Like, I just, I just met someone so special who is going to be in my life for, if not forever, a very, very long time. And I love you. Aw, see what she does, guys? She's just the sweetest thing she is. But that's, I remember I was closing the gym at my sister-in-law's my sister-in-law used to own a gym in Pittsburgh and I was closing and we got on the phone and it, cause it, I worked at a cafe and it was late and there wasn't a lot of people in there and sitting on like the swivel chair for literally like my sister-in-law is probably like, great. I just paid you for those four hours. It's all coming back now that I'm getting, I got paid to sit there and talk to Heather, but we weren't very busy. Sorry, Ange, love you. Uh, but I remember feeling the same way and being like, wow, we are very, I've never felt so connected to a friend that I've never met in person, right? Because this was the first time we were really in the whole online world and like an online friend. Like I hadn't really, we'd, I had commented on things with people and connected with people, but Heather was the first one I really jumped on the phone with and was like, hey, let's get to know each other. And so from there, I jumped on a plane Sounds like the next day I jumped on the plane to go meet Heather Waxman, <laughs> but it kind of is really symbolic because I, we made plans. We were like, we need to be BFFs. Like this is, this is going to happen. And so I jump on a plane not long after that. And I fly to meet someone who I've never met in person, um, in Providence, Rhode Island, which is years later where I ended up moving with my now husband, which is very crazy. Cause at the time I was just like, I'm visiting Rhode Island. This is great. And I'll never forget getting off the plane and Heather sitting and like reading a book and I get off the plane and I see her and I know it's her. Cause she's had like super long blonde hair and I get off the plane and I'm like, hi. And then she's like, hi. And then we like gave each other a hug and we were like, oh my gosh, we are. <laughs> We were, those, we were those girls in the airport, like screaming. Yes. It was great. Yes. And then we spent the weekend together and we just were like what we said, like we were just meant to be friends. And that was very apparent from the start. We could talk about things I couldn't really talk about with other people. We could open up about things that we couldn't open up about with other people. And we, it was, it was soul sisters. Like that was the first time I think in my life that I felt like my soul was being talked to from a, from like a friend's perspective. I think I was really young and 
you didn't let yourself go there with a lot of your friends when you're that young because you're still learning about yourself. You don't want people to think you're weird or it's such a weird time of our lives, right? And little did we know that we were both struggling really bad, like at that time with food and fitness. And, you know, during that time for me, it was, you know, over-exercising, under-eating, in college to look a certain way to do bodybuilding shows back then. And I was very uneducated about myself and the process behind this, but I spiraled into a very low place. And we, and I'm going to talk about this in my first episode, but it's about my childhood and where that, you know, came from a lot of those disordered eating patterns and the the need to have control. And it blew me away that Heather, although story is very different, we came together on a lot of the same, a lot of the same topics. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, similarly, I, I really struggled with under eating, um, and over exercising. I, I had anorexia nervosa for a while, but then it turned into anorexia nervosa binge purge type. So it, it was, I had this, this is really common for people who struggle with anorexia is like after a long cycle of under eating, you'll start, uh, you'll be under eating during the day and then purging, uh, or I'm sorry, binging at night and then purging through exercise. So I want to be clear. I wasn't purging through, um, vomiting cause that's, mm-hmm. that's different obviously, but like, um, <clears throat> and for me, it was like, uh, when we were friends, I was still really struggling with binging at night. And so I didn't allow people to stay over and sleep over at night because what I would do is I would like sneak myself away downstairs and um, I would just binge. And so it's, so you noticed my like super anxious, nervous energy at night. And you were the first person that I opened up to about that. And it was, I had so much guilt and so much shame around it because it was, it was really challenging for me to, to try to figure out like, why, why am I still struggling with this? You know, what's going on? And I know that obviously like, I'm not alone in that and you're not alone in that. And it's like, it's so wild too, to look back on that because, you know, we really, we work, we work the practices that are in the book that we wrote body piece. And we do have food and body freedom now. And, and I, I really, want everyone to know that it's, it is so possible for you to recover and it takes a lot of fucking work. Like recovery is a moment by moment, by moment, by moment. It's like, fuck one day at a time. I was like, okay, one moment at a time, you know, Seriously. but our meeting together was such a catalyst for us to also like to get real with ourselves about what was going on and to recommit to uh, ourselves and to have each other as sounding boards and accountability partners. And I think like, that's what's like totally surprised and delighted us about body peace. When we shared our book is that's like what started happening is people were like each other's accountability buddies and like recovering together and, and, and reclaiming their sense of self together and getting clear on what was going on. And, um, there's so much, you know, we can talk about, uh, about my story too, but I won't, I won't go there now, but, um, unless you want to at some point later, cause this is Casey's podcast, not Heather's podcast. <laughs> but really it should be Casey and Heather because I'm going to bring her in all the time. But yeah. So, I mean, I just, 
I am <clears throat> the depth, the depth of gratitude that I have for you is just like, oh. I, it just, because it was like, you were a catalyst for, and I know I was a catalyst for, that's like part of our soul's path for each other, truly healing our eating disorders and going to the core issues, which of course had nothing to do with food and nothing to do with exercise. Those are symptoms of a deeper cause um, and freeing ourselves. Um, and holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a and journey. I mean, and this was so, <laughs> so to rewind, right? When, when Heather and I both you know, really opened up with each other about what we had been dealing with. And we both have very different pasts, very, very different family lives, very different stories from when we were young. And when we first struggled with, um, you know, with, with disordered eating patterns and, and, uh, anxiety and all of that. And our stories were similar yet so different. And I think that's what also not only made me feel not so alone, but also that someone really understood what it felt like to be so lost at a young age and be like, why am I the one dealing with this? Why me? Like, I remember looking at the wall and being like, why me, God? Like, why'd you pick me when I was 10 years old to start struggling with anxiety? Why me? And now I think her and I, Heather and I both had that moment when we were, had years of friendship that not only one, were we supposed to meet each other? Two, we were supposed to do something together. Like we were meant to come together to help others because my thing has always been my past, my anxiety, my stories can either stay in me and do nothing with them or I can share them and they can help people. And it's not like, hey, look at me. Here's my story. It's not fun to talk about your <laughs> darkest moments. It's not fun to talk about your patterns that you used to hide from people or hide in your yeah. bedroom and eat food by yourself because you, you, you weren't comfortable just to eat a meal in front of people. We both have been through that and not a lot of people get that if they haven't been through it. And that doesn't make you any less, any more than anybody else. It's just mm -hmm. that maybe your story is meant to be out there to make people not feel alone. Because I know when I was younger, I felt so alone. I was the only kid I knew going to therapy. I was the only kid I knew that couldn't go to school because my anxiety was so high. I, and then I remember a girl in sixth grade telling me that she felt similar to how I felt. And I was like, there's no way. Like, I really thought I was the only kid in the USA that was dealing with <laughs> what I was dealing with. Because when you're 10, your world is this, is this big, right? So it feels like your whole world is completely um, suffocating around you and you're by yourself. So when Heather and I connected in our 20s, when we were both kind of re-dealing with these issues separately yet together um, and working through them together and having a support uh, together, we were like, let's write a book and what, are, what can we do to help people? We've written a million blog posts. We've done, you know, we started Instagram. Things started being able yeah. to be a little more accessible, stories, whatnot. But right. what can we do to help other people? Right. And then Body Piece popped in. If you want to speak a little bit about maybe where that came from or maybe what that notion was for us. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because like we, we both said we really set that 
the intention in motion. Like I remember sitting on my, my last partner's bed and we both, I think we said it at the same time that we're meant to do something together. Like it really was that annoyingly serendipitous, (laughs) like we both said it at the same time. And then we just let it go because there was nothing that was like coming forward in that mm-hmm. moment. And, and then you came to Providence and you stayed with me and we got honest with ourselves that we still had, you know, we were, we were, we were, we had come far in our recovery. And also like our meeting was like sort of a, for me anyways, and I, I know it was this for you too, of just like, keep going in your, in your journey and stuff. And just this, this gratitude of like, wow, I have someone who I can actually be connected with along this path of recovery who feels like a soul sister. And then a few years later, when we had reached a place where we were struggling less than ever. I mean, we both were not at all 100% when we wrote our book. I mean, that was in 2014. I was still struggling with binging occasionally. And I was really apparently, like, I was clear about that. Um, I'm binge free now. Yay! (laughs) Um, I've been clean from binging for four years now, um, which is amazing. Um, But I was still struggling. And I think that's the thing too, is like, you don't have to have anything together. No one has all their shit together. You don't have to be perfect before you share yourselves. Like we, we were really clear that like, we're still in recovery, but these are the tools that we've used to get to a place of more peace than we've ever felt. Um, and, and, and also it's like, you teach what you need to learn. And as you teach what you need to learn, you heal more. It is I mean, I wasn't expecting that through body peace, but through all the work that we did with our book, I healed more and more. And it was just, you know, just creating that community together um, was so special. And so, yeah, I, I, I I don't know where I'm going now. (laughs) No, I, I, and the beauty of Heather and I is we're really good at like picking up where each other's talking or lifting off from, right? Like she brings me back down like Casey, you're going into left field. I need you at first base, right? Like that's, that's our relationship. <laughs> but no, what you're saying, I think too, is we realized when we decided to write this book, we, for the longest time, we, when we named it, cause we were like, what's our ultimate goal, right? I think that's what kept coming up. It's like, what do we want to help people find? And what do we personally, what have we always wanted? And it was finding peace with our body. And so body peace made sense to us. Cause we were like, we want people to have this peace with not just fitness and food, which was my part of the book, but also with Heather's side, which was meditation, mindfulness, learning yourself from the inside out. And that those pieces, because Heather and I, you have to understand if you don't already understand, we are very opposite in that I will be like the cheerleader, like go team go. Whoa, super loud. And Heather is so like, chill, calm, surfboard, California, let's go. Like she's just super chill. So we make this- Surfboard, California. Not that you've ever surfed, but that's like how I would- Literally have never surfed a day in my life, people. Me neither. But I just feel like- why I love her. She's smooth, right? Like she's smooth and I am crunchy peanut butter. And it's like not in a mean way, (laughs) but in a, we, we coexist- very well together. And so in this book, 
I love when I use Heather's words to like coexist. That is so a Heather word. I don't even, I never used it in my life until I met Heather. And I'm like, oh, coexist. I really love that word together. Like she uses that one all the time, but we were coexisting in our differences. Yet when we would speak together or talk to people, we were able to hit both sides of what they were dealing with because of our gifts separately. And together we were able to, it's not like you had two personal trainers that have a background of fitness and food, but you didn't have two meditation coaches, mindfulness, you know, practice practitioners, making that word up, um, that were, have dealt with that either. I needed to have more parts of Heather in my life to heal. And she needed to have more parts of me to heal. And so together we were able to help so many people in our mind be like, what do we need to do? And what do we need to share? And what kept coming back was finding peace with your body. Not that you're fine. And, And we also made it very apparent in the book that we still didn't have peace with our body. And that I think that we were always very open with It is a continuing practice. And that's what the book was about. It was 30 days with Heather talking with yourself. You're in the mirror, these amazing things we can touch on and what she did. And then for me, it was coming in with, here's how food can fuel your fitness. Here's recipes. Here's my story. Here's where we can find balance in your fitness and think of it as a way of taking care of yourself and self-care instead of what my body looks like. And so together we you know, sprouted body piece. And, and we were so proud of what, I mean, I couldn't, Heather will tell you this girl, uh, meaning me (laughs) calling myself out. I am not the, I mean, English was my best subject in school for sure. I'm not a math person, not a social studies buff. You're not going to find me knowing dates of different things um, or different world wars. Like I'm not going to know a lot about that, but I can write. I was always able to write. It came very naturally to me. I loved it. I'm not the most grammatically correct because I tend to type like I talk. So my (laughs) rough drafts to Heather (laughs) would be like, OMG. Then I had this day exclamation point, smiley face. And she was literally like, send it back to me with all these red slashes through everything. Like, um, really sweet. Like Casey, you should probably like elaborate this sentence a little bit more, uh, and maybe add some punctuation. I mean, I don't know if you went to school, Casey, but maybe add some punctuation. And so it was actually great to write a book with Heather. Then when I would get Heather's side of it, she would like send me her, her words and her part of the book. And I would read it and be like, I am, I am a disgrace. I cannot write a book because her words were so good. But truth be told, when people read our book, did they not say, Oh my God, literally my dog's about to throw up under the table. I'm not even kidding you. <gasps> she's eating. She just ate grass. She just ate grass. I watched her eat the grass. Now she's under the table. I'm talking over it. So nobody <laughs> Are you okay? Are you? I don't think you did. Oh my gosh. It's like having a child. It really is, guys. I knew it. She's out there eating this grass. Oh, oh yeah. She's throwing up grass. All right. So we're <laughs> talking over it. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, Keita Brown, I love you. I love you. Oh, I hear it. We're just going to keep talking and probably edit this part out. No, there's only one way we keep it, and that is real. <laughs> so, like, is it welcome to real life? Okay. Welcome to I watched my dog eat grass while we were talking to Heather, and now she's currently throwing it up underneath my feet. Oh um, my God, this is. Are you okay, honey? <laughs> honey. <laughs> Are you okay, sweetie? Oh, yeah, those are some big pieces of crap. She's okay now. She's okay. She's okay. We're thriving here. We're thriving in this house. We eat our, we eat our greens, and sometimes they don't agree with us. Did you learn your lesson? Don't eat them. Okay, so, so now she's probably going to lay under here. Do you need to clean it up? Um, I'm take a pause. after. You're just gonna let the puke sit okay, there. Okay, maybe I'll clean it up. Why don't we press pause? I don't even know how to press. Oh, can I pause the recording? You can pause the recording. Okay, insert pause for dog oh. grass vomit cleanup. Oh my god. True to you, is- chats. Be right back. <laughs> There's a lot. And we're back. <laughs> oh, as I cough right into the speaker. Um, Keith is okay. Uh, she's gonna be okay. There are massive grass, like a massive grass bush right out where we have her little like gate set up outside so she can't run away. And she just went to town and I watched her while we were recording and then she came in and let me know that she ate a little too much grass. So we're okay. She's chilling behind me. She's embarrassed. Um, she'd like to apologize. And I said, don't even worry, Kita, because this is true to you chats. We're being true to ourselves. There we go. Kita some love, even though she's going to be so beyond over this and have completely forgotten about it by the time you listen to this. Exactly. We love you so much, Kita. Yes, Kita Brown. Um, (laughs) But we aren't surprised that that happened during this because this is Heather and I's, like, we just embrace what the hell's going on around us. (laughs) Yes. This is nothing ever goes that goes the way that we plan. Um, Oh, now she's back chasing, chasing squirrels. So she's fine. She's moved on. Um, where did we leave off? We left off with why we wrote body piece to begin with, right? Um, and how body piece was was never meant to say, "Oh my God, we are we have peace with our bodies. Go us!" Like it's not that was never the intention. The intention was what we personally had used at that time, up to that time to help us get to a closer place of peace with our bodies. And I think that what we had talked about was at that time, it was truly one day at a time, one spoonful of peanut butter for me at a time, adding back into my life because I had truly, um, dieted so hard to look a certain way, but had no, no, uh, what's the word tools to get myself out of that mindset. So am I mad at myself for competing in bodybuilding shows and getting really lean and working out like crazy? I'm not, I don't regret it. I'm not mad at myself because it taught me how it really taught me what I want to do for a living as far as realizing that that is not sustainable all year for people, right? Like there are people that do it professionally and I have no judgments. Like if you have the mindset and you have the tools to get back to your normal after that, it's a beautiful thing. I had no tools. I had 
a horrible mindset of, of an already an eating disorder past where I know how to control my food very comfortably. And so getting out of that mindset at 20 years old, it was, it, I did not realize how long of a journey it was going to be. And so at the time when Heather and I wrote this, it was when we were really having these light bulb moments of, oh my gosh, <laughs> we, we were in a not good mental space. Here's what we did to get where we were in, in 2014. And also, yes. And like, whenever you do anything, that's sort of like, um, when you're putting something out into the world, you get tested. <laughs> like it happens every single time you get tested by the universe in some form, in some shape or form, like almost as if the universe is playing a little, like a little fun, little trick on you, which it doesn't feel fun in the moment of like, Hey, like, are, are you, are you really, is it, you sure? You're really sure? And we had so many of those moments over and over again as we were writing the book. And it helped us to become more equipped facilitators of the work itself. Because like, you know, I started with body piece. The work, you know, for the first 15 days that I take people through is the process that I used moment by moment by moment to free myself from body shame and body jail and all of these misperceptions and unresolved issues that I had no no tools for either. And for me, you know, I started sharing it on my blog, just sharing my journey of recovery very honestly and just sharing that I was using the practices and principles and of course and miracles to heal. And it worked. It helped me to reframe my perception of my body. It helped me to really dig into the first layer of unresolved issues with my parents that was contributing immensely, if not like primarily to um, the, the practices of disordered eating and stuff like that. And as I was sharing that, um, people asked me, like, could you coach me? And I was like, what is a coach? Like, I didn't even know what that was. I wasn't trying to build a business out of this. Like that was not, I was just sharing my story. Um, and I was like, you want me to coach? Okay. And so I started coaching people um, and supporting them. You know, people would come to me with um, bulimia, anorexia, disordered eating. Some people, um, it was specifically mental health issues and, and their, their personal intention was to wean themselves off of medication. Side note, I am not against medication. There is no judgment around medication here at all. Um, but there were people who came to me who just really wanted to learn to thrive on their own free of an outside substance. And that was their personal goal. And so we worked together and through the work that we did, they were off of their medication. They, their anxiety levels were like drastically decreased. They were no longer binging. They were no longer restricting. And I was blown away. Like, cause I said to them, like, I don't really know if this is going to work. Like, I don't, this wasn't even my intention. And all of these amazing things started happening. And that only motivated me to keep showing up for myself and my moment by moment practice of um, really shifting my beliefs. And, you know, it's like, I think also what we really wanted to offer in addition case with our intention was like, if you want to change anything in your life, it is going to take constant repetition. Like, Practice, 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 practice over and over again. 
I wish it was more glamorous. I really do, but it's not. It's really not. It's just like being willing to do whatever it takes. And I think like that's, you know, you and I both are athletes. Like I'm not a personal trainer, but I was an athlete since I was four years old. And it's like, you know, whether you're an athlete or not, there's that innate grit, tenacity, that whatever it fucking takes mentality that you can dig into. And that's what, that's what it requires. Like, um, and there are still days and moments where like, it feels like I'm digging down deep into a hole of shit. And like, sometimes that's what it requires. And sometimes it's easy. It's not one or the other. But I think that's, it helped people feel less alone because especially on Instagram, it's like so many people make it seem like spiritual growth, mental growth, personal development, et cetera, is just like a hop, skip and a jump. I'm sorry. Like I'm open to that experience happening. I am in full allowance of it. But like when you're first showing up and really truly showing up for yourself, like you never have before, you are going through like all the years prior of shit, like you're going through layers of shit. It is not fun. Mm -mm. (laughs) But if you have a group of people who are there for you and you have a support team, you know, we have our own support teams too, for when shit hits the fan in our lives, like it, it is so much better because you know, you're not alone. And I think it was just like, that was such a, a cornerstone of body peace too, is like these spiritual, emotional, practical tools where it's like, I have this practical thing I can do in the moment, you know, with you, with the food and the fit, uh, the food and the fitness. And for me, the, the mental, spiritual, emotional, you've got that support of like, actually when you're doing the tools being like, oh my God, the universe is my partner. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just a thing that I can think in my head. It's an actual experience that I have. Oh my gosh, I have this body. I am not a body. You know, it's just like, there's so much. I'm sorry. I'm going on a Casey tangent right now. I'm gonna yeah. I'm pause. The no, you're fine. Is Kita barking? No, there's like little kids playing and it's adorable. Like they're like, whoa, like outside. But I'm like, they're probably, I'm probably hearing that in the background. Um, to piggyback off of what you just said is, is I think the beauty of, you know, what we wanted to talk about in this part one it's going to be a part two, even a part five. I don't know, but we um, easily could make it be that. Uh, one thing that, so we're going to talk about, like, I want to finish the thought of where it came from and like the spot, the spot of that, and then where we're going with it and how it came back into our lives. So like at both the same times, very crazy. Um, but I remember meeting with a client years and years ago back in Pittsburgh and she didn't know a lot about my background. I think we had written the book at that point. Um, I had been blogging, but like some people that came to me in the gym to train with me had no idea that I had a, a blog or whatever. They knew me as Casey, right? And so we meet, we sit down, we talk about her goals and what she wants to do with fitness and, and food and everything. And, and she wasn't being rude at all, but she basically was like, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm just like uncomfortable and I'm and I say these horrible things to myself and I, you know, and she goes on and on and she's like, but you wouldn't understand, you know, I know you wouldn't understand. And I was like, actually, you know, it doesn't freaking matter what the person looks like on the outside for you to be struggling with an eating disorder, with mental health, with, with freaking food, fitness, whatever your body, the way it looks has nothing to do with how what degree, what to, to what degree you've struggled? Because 
someone could look and I don't mean to be whatever, but it's like someone could look at me and be like, oh, well, you know, she looks athletic. She probably has no issue with food and fitness. Like she wouldn't understand. Right. And I'm like, you have no idea the years of freaking turmoil I put myself in because I was never enough. I never was lean enough, thin enough, weighed less enough, like things that took over my everyday life, took over my family being together because I needed to eat certain food and I couldn't go to a certain restaurant and I couldn't eat past this time because it dictated my whole life for years. And it, and you're not mad at someone for assuming that, but at the same time, it's like the more we put out there what we've done or struggled with, the more that you see the people around that you, that you, that you think have had no issues no over-exercising, no under-eating, no bad thoughts when they look in the mirror, it's bullshit. Because everybody around you most likely has had a day where they've looked in the mirror and thought something bad about themselves or done the, the tummy check where you lift your you know shirt up every day to check for, for to see what your stomach looks like because you want it to be thinner. In that moment, I remember when she said, well, you, you probably wouldn't understand. I was like, oh girl, get ready for the the waves to come out because let me tell you a little bit about my history. And then it was this, we were on this, you know, I didn't say Siri. I said history. Okay. Sorry. She keeps coming. She wants to be friends with us. Really? And she's welcome. We love everybody. Oh my God. But you know, because S-I-R-I keeps popping up. I don't want to say her name because she's just going to keep coming back. But anyways, regardless, we have all struggled. It doesn't matter what you look like or what someone thinks of you. We have all you, everyone individually has been somewhere different. So we wrote this book with hopes of just being so honest of what helped us and that we weren't there yet and that we had room to go. We hope that that was going to bring some peace to other people. And it's interesting because in the book, when people read it and they might know the two of us, they're like, oh my God, I can totally hear Heather's voice in the first part. And I can totally hear Casey's voice in the second. Totally. One, because my grammar is so on point. I know, but two, it's like, it's our stories are very different yet. They come back to that common goal of just so desperately wanting peace with who we are. And so with that, we can also get into in part two is we took a little step away from it. And because I think there were years within that time to now where we both we both have grown a shit ton. Um, and that'll definitely be part two because I want Heather to talk about her story. And then I, like my story through those years too, is completely different than what it was leading up to the book in 2014, 2014 to 2020 has been such a growing experience for the two of us. And so what happened was, you know, Heather and I have this friendship where it's like, we're not always talking every single day. We go through spurts of either being like always talking or like a couple weeks go by and then we're like, Hey girl. So like, where have you been? But you're never, we're never angry about it. We, we respect we each other's space. Flow. You know, it's just like, it, there's no weirdness about it. It just, yeah, is. it's just a flow, right. With, with, um, yeah, it just is. That's a perfect point to say, right. Like it just is. And So we recently were getting on the phone with each other and because I had met with a new client a couple, like a month ago and out of nowhere, she says to me, Hey, like I have your book and she works with my husband and I'm like, Oh, do you like, I didn't even know she had our book. Right. 
because we've been away from it for a little while. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. And she's like, I was going to bring it to have you sign it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like so cool. Like, you know, so cute. And then she's like, yeah, but like it left me hanging. Like I want more because I, she knows me now. And she's, she's just like, I'm reading. Sorry. S-I-R-I. Um, I'm reading. <laughs> she just wants to be on the fabulous. Yes. She, um, we, she was like, I read it, but I know you now. So I know that there's more to your story. Cause she knows me as 31 year old Casey. Right. And so it was hitting me in the face. Like this needs to, we need to do something with this now to now with where we are now and what we can do in the future together. And Heather comes to me the same day. And I text her and I said, how about body piece 2.0? And I had no conscious awareness. Of course, it was a psychic awareness that we were like picking up on. But this is what happens also like with your creative ideas is they they are entities. They don't, they don't die. Like they want to partner with you. They want to work with you and you work for them. Like we work for Body Peace, you know, and Body Peace told us when, when we had completed that season that it was like, okay, like we're done here. And then that same day, it just tapped us on the shoulder and was like, okay, like it's, it, we're do you want to partner again? And then we all, we all just were like, yeah, we, we, we want to do this. We want to do this. And it's just, that's how we've always worked case too. It's just, there has been this effortless flow of, um, of just knowing, of knowing when the time is right, knowing when the time is, is not right and really trusting it. And that's what I've loved so much about our partnership is it's always been so fluid and it's been so, trusting. And we both have that, you know, like, I know you say that, like, I'm the spiritual whatever person, but like you have, you have such an incredible intuition and an amazing psychic awareness. And like, you pick up on that too. And we really trust in our partnership with body peace. Like we're both on that same page of recognizing that, like, we are here to serve this thing that it's not like, this thing that we're here to morph and shift into what we think it should be. And we always have sort of our ear to the ground of being like, what are you asking for body piece? And it makes for such, such a freaking like fun experience. Um, and so, yeah, it was like such a magical, just an amazing magical moment, just another amazing magical moment partnering with you in life of like, of course you had that exact thought today. <laughs> Like literally. And so then we were like, oh, well, this, this is kind of crazy, right? Like this is, this is happening for a reason. And so our, then like once a week we've been meeting and we've been like, oh, you know, we've had these ideas. And then I had this spark of these true to you chats in when I was washing my face. And I'll talk about that in episode one of like where this came from. But then Heather and I were both like, wow, this feels right. This feels like now we can truly at 31 years old, be able to coach people and hold these, you know, workshop. We have all these ideas guys. And we have all of this, this background now of our 2014 selves plus all these, you know, yeah. six years of where we are now and what has transitioned for us into where we are now, which has led us to where we are now because we had no idea in 2014 what the F we were going to go through in the next six years, 
Holy. Yeah, like fuck your five-year plan, by the way. It's never, it's never going to be a thing. <laughs> never what it says. And so together, you know, we were like, this makes sense. This makes sense right now. How can we help people moving forward? We are now in the better mind space to be able to, to be able to support people in a coaching experience, in a um, webinar experience, in a, in a podcast experience, in all of these things that I think six years ago, we never did. S-I-R-I. We never did because, because truly we weren't ready. We weren't ready then. No, we weren't, we weren't like at that place of really, truly having, I won't, I don't want to say the word healed because I think that brings up a lot for people. Like we have an experience of wholeness within ourselves now that we didn't have then. And, you know, like what's so amazing is that, you know, part of my, I'll speak for myself, like part of my personal path has been learning about my body and what the past six years have been about has been learning about my psychic body and my emotional body and how my body takes on energy and how my body um, stores emotions inside of it and how my body um, processes information and awarenesses. Like that's not something that I had in my life in, in 2014. That came in the following year. And now it's like, it's helped me to have such a deeper appreciation for my body. And it's almost like a, an experience of body neutrality, if that makes sense. Like when you start to recognize like that your body is, that you're more than your body, but your body is also this incredible instrument that is like this psychic antenna that can pick up on the thoughts and feelings of emotions of people around you and that most of them don't even belong to you. And then you start to like heal from things that I'll, you know, we'll talk about in part two. It really starts to shift your experience of your body in a whole new way to see like, oh, this thing, this thing is like a freaking masterpiece. And also when you're highly sensitive, which all the people who are drawn to body peace are highly sensitive people, it can be like an emotional dumping ground for other people's shit. Mm -hmm. And so like, that is like, you know, that's sort of the psycho, spiritual, mental, emotional piece of body piece 2.0 is like, let's start to like have some mastery energetically with our bodies and, and attune to that in a whole new way, you know? And so that's how, what the journey that I've been on for the past six years. And, um, and I know case like you've been on a whole new journey with your body over the past six years, to be able to integrate these experiences within yourself and then to be able to teach them to other people. Cause like you said, it's like, I, I, you know, we're the same in this way. I can't, I can't, it like kills my soul to like go through something and then not share it with other people. It's part of why I'm here. It's part of why you're here. It's probably part of why you're here listening. Like we are all here in some way, shape or form to teach what we're here to learn and there's no shame in what, in, in owning that, like at all, like, you know, and I think that sometimes we try to make it seem like, like minimize our struggles or not talk about them. And, or we do this weird thing where we're like, where we dumb ourselves down and are like, yeah, well, I'm not like totally healed. So like, don't worry. Like, I'm not that, you know, and it's like, let's just show your whole self. Like you're so freaking amazing. And that's what I love about partnering with you, Case, is like you show your full spectrum self with such ease. It's 
such a gift to witness. So there's another tangent. <laughs> we love the tangents. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, this will be part one with Heather Waxman and I, uh, like I said, we could do this for a long, long, long time. Um, but what we want to hit on in part two is going to be really kind of diving into what the, you know, what 2014 looked like for us and then where we've kind of come to now at 31 years old and why, what moving forward is going to look like, um, for what we want to do and some fun things ahead and how we can come together and be your coaches and just, um, you know, how we're showing up now and how things align when you're truly living out your truth, I think is, you know, where we are with it. So we'll see you in part two.